When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Welcome to Doc Insider. Doc Insider. Insider. On the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. What a race. It's over, baby. Rashard hit. And now, ball comes out. Did you think that was going? Oh, wait, no one. He's taking it to the house. Crossover to the bucket for two. And Oregon wins it. The Ducks are Pac-12 champions. Goes inside, right hand. With seven, three out top. is Doc Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Now, here's your host, Joey Mack. It is game day eve as we approach Pac-12 play. The Ducks taking on Stanford tomorrow at 4 o'clock. It's a Friday. We're doing the show a little early for those of you who are watching the show live on the GoDucks Facebook page or on the Oregon Sports Network Twitter. I'm Joey Mack. He's Jerry Allen. Over there is Mike Jorgen and we call him Jorgie. It is time to make some Pac-12 picks. We've got keys to the game, the RV Crowd Game Day timeline. It is a busy, busy show. Today, our guest picker, and the guest picker slash coin is currently in first place, actually. <laughs> our director, Scott Phillips, is going to be doing the guest <laughs> picking today. Right? Scott? Look how that camera right? just pivots right over to his face. Right? Look at that. Also, uh, you'll notice on Scott's whiteboard, for those of you who are watching oh, yes. the show, uh, that is a testament to Jerry's call from 2010. Statement. And it was a throwback Thursday. It was a throwback Thursday on the Oregon football Twitter account this week. Um, We've had a lot of uh, throwbacks, actually, to that 2010 game. What do you remember about that 2010 game? Oh, I just – that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But, you know, more than that, it was just the way that the game finished with Jerry's call. I mean, it couldn't have been more accurate. Frankly, just the way he called it with the statement, 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 because they were looking to make that national statement against a high profile and a very, very good Stanford team at that time. And to finish it the way they did was an absolute statement. It was cool. It was awesome. Uh, I remember that one. Uh, we'll talk more about it. Uh, if you didn't see yesterday's Quack Minute with Ryan Walk talking about his memories of that game, uh, it was pretty cool. In fact, we actually went and combed through the video Scott did to see if he could actually find Ryan Walk at that 2010 game day. Uh, the, Ryan said that he probably wouldn't have been in the first row, but we saw a few kids that it was like, that could have been Ryan. That could have been Ryan. I mean, there was definitely uh, – We were definitely we, wondering if that was him. But. We were going to – we were close. 
We were close. All right. Uh, we will take some of your Facebook comments and questions. Uh, we're going to go through the timeline. We got picks. Um, I don't really want to talk about picks yet because it's a little bit embarrassing. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, but it is. I just it is embarrassing. No, it's not. Um, it's <laughs> no. It's, it's not at no, all. It's, it's a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> not for Jerry. Um, let's get to though the game day timeline. A two o'clock pregame show for us, and a four o'clock kickoff when the Ducks take on Stanford. Pac-12 play is here, guys. The RV Corral is bringing you the game day timeline. Enjoy the adventure. Uh, Pac-12 play is here, Jorgie. Uh, ready to rock and roll. About time. Yeah, it's about time. I mean, it's already here for Stanford. Stanford's obviously already played a league game, but uh, for Oregon to get that league kicked off the right way and hopefully get it kicked off the right way with a win. And a road game. I mean, if you to me, this is really big for both teams, but particularly for Oregon, just to build that confidence of winning on the road uh, against a Stanford team that's going to be completely different at home than we've seen the last two weeks with USC and Central Florida. But for Stanford, it's huge. They can't go 0-2 in, this, in the North Division, or you almost count yourself out of it. So it's a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't call it desperation time, Jerry, but... It kind of is for Stanford from a league span standpoint. Yeah, it really is. You know, you hear the term backs against the wall, have to win uh, if you want to be in the race. So it really is. And and this is far enough into the season right now that Stanford is going to start working out some of those kinks. Costello was gone for a couple of weeks. Now he's back. Uh, had a rough week last week. But th- they'll get a rhythm, and they're at home, and they like playing Oregon. So uh, this is it's never an easy game. Games that should have been easy for one team or the other didn't turn out that way. This is going to be a wild and crazy game, and the juice is back. I mean, the last couple yeah. of weeks, Joey, the juice has it's been, you know, now it's Pac-12 play. Well, I think that's the biggest thing, right? It, the, the coaches have talked so much about how you got to maintain energy. That was the big focus last week. Then this week, the focus has been how do you go win on the road? How do you get that done? I mean, it, it, it's been cool to feel that energy, and, and I think there's an appropriate level of tense around here, right? I mean, because it's Pac-12 play. You're going yeah. on the road, and you know, I, I really liked what Coach Mirabal said yesterday at practice, Jerry. You heard this, too. You, he, you need to lead with an edge. It's not just play with an edge. He said the guys have to lead with an edge. I just really loved that message from Coach Mirabal. I feel like that's a real key for this Duck team going on the road. You do have to have a little bit of that edge to you, don't you? Yeah, you you got to have an edge that, that's, that goes into, but particularly when you're the visitor. You're not going to go in to receive their body blows and their home field advantage. You're going to go in and deliver it. That's what you want. You want the edge. You want a bigger edge than they have. And it's a mental thing. Physically, they're both the same. The team that has the best mental edge, Georgie, is going to have an opportunity. Yeah, I, I do. And I think the team that starts strong. I mean, it may be two teams starting strong in this game and it end up a battle from the beginning to the end. But, you know, to me, and Joey, I know you haven't gone with the keys to the game, but one of the keys to me is going to be a strong start by Oregon, offensively and defensively both. The defense is going to be uh, – can is going to continue to be counted on to carry the day, and the challenge is going to be different with Paul, uh, Colby Parkinson and uh, Wilson and K.J. Costello and a completely different group of guys than they've seen the last two weeks in particular. But – if you can get off to a great start down at Stanford, I think that really is going to be one of those things that just uh, bodes well. And it's one of those ones where then you are taking the edge, as you just talked about, the edginess to Stanford versus waiting to see what develops and uh, we'll just kind of cruise along and hopefully make a play or two. No, start off strong, make a play right off the bat. Well, let's roll with those keys to the game. They're brought to you by the University of Oregon Alumni Association. You get 20% off at the Duck Store as well as some other great rewards thanks to the University of Oregon Alumni Association. Keys to the game. You mentioned fast start. What do you think, Jerry? Well, I think uh, Stanford has had some issues, you know, stopping the run. Uh, They're giving up points. They're not scoring points. They're going to give you an opportunity early. So, I agree with Georgie. Start fast. They're going to give you some opportunities early. Don't miss uh, a third and short. Don't turn the ball over. Get it, get six, seven yards on first down. Take care of business early, and then you really put the pressure on Stanford. If they start getting you into three and outs and punting early, their confidence grows, and then you start having issues. Yeah, yeah. the efficiency on third and fourth down, we talked about yeah. that during the week, is is really big. But the continuance of playing clean football to me, is one of the things that really is uh, shown through the last two games in particular where Oregon, I think, has turned the ball over one time uh, against Montana. Two penalties for 20 yards, didn't turn it over, and took it away. 
if you can play clean on the road and be efficient in those type of situations, you can be tough to beat. Yeah, especially with the way Oregon's defense has been playing. I mean, if you're efficient, the defense just isn't giving up a ton of plays for the most part. 27 consecutive drives without allowing a touchdown for Oregon's defense. I mean, that's... That's ridiculous. I don't care who you're playing. No, and you, you can go the last two ball games, and you say, well, the opponents weren't, you know, quite a, you know, a power five level. But even when you go back to that first game against Auburn, Oregon's defense was put in some short field situations and didn't cave in that ball game, uh, forced field goals, um, and they had, I mean, Auburn had first and goal at the one yard line. Got a field goal out of it. Now, they got a late drive and won it, but still, Oregon's defense from the start of the season, I thought, is going to be very, very good. How about special teams? I I feel like that's something that is usually, at this point in the season, it comes up when we start talking about keys to the game. I think special teams is a big one when you're on the road in particular, Georgia. It was a huge part of game one, obviously. I mean, it put him in some great positions in game one and a special team mistake that was made in relation to not converting a field goal in a certain situation too. So you've seen front and center, particularly with Auburn, how big special teams can be in a game. Um, We haven't had to see that the last couple of weeks just because of the way the games have flowed. Um, I think it's going to be big this week. You know, you start looking at at Stanford in particular, uh, Jet Toner, and the way that they have a place kicker that's proven and can hit from anywhere on the field. When you cross midfield or cross the opposing team's 40, points are going to be really important in this game, I think, the way it's going to play out. And uh, hopefully special teams play a positive for Oregon. You just reminded me i got to replace the Toner in our printer, actually, here in the studio. (laughs) That's seriously well, one the, that's one of the greatest names in flag. college football. It's almost it? a flag. That's nearly almost completely off the <laughs> You went totally off flat earth. Then. Yeah. <laughs> flat earth. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. We go from talking football to printers. And then <laughs> Jet Toner. What are the the earth is round or flat? <laughs> Jet Toner. It's Friday. It's gotta be one of the greatest names in college that's sports. That's something. I, 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 agree. Agree. I, I know you said it just yeah. to be like and Jet Toner. Uh, you know, it's a name you never forget. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, um I, I'm curious to see how Oregon comes out and and you mentioned a fast start, Georgie. I mean I, I look at the run game for Oregon as well. You know, I, I think that that's something that the coaches really want maybe a little bit more of this week is a more consistent run game, and I think that's a key against Stanford. It does help you control the clock, control the ball. You gotta be able to run the ball, right? You, you I'm, just, said I'm, wait, I'm waiting for it. I'll stay away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're right. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so you have to what, Georgie? Run the ball. Thank you. Run. You score. Finish you, it. The ball. You, you, <laughs> hey, you pass to score, you run to win. I mean, that's just the way it looks like to me. I've always that felt was, that. That was You deep. throw the ball to score, you run to win. That's a T-shirt, you or a bumper sticker, or that's something. A new one. Physically, that, I've never heard. That's thank you. Were you offering that to me? No, I've you heard him drink, say that before. I've never heard him say that. I've, I've heard the you do. Run, I mean, you you when you think about score, it, yeah, you run to win. Pass the score. I really feel run. like you. You just had a moment, run like when pass. Forrest Gump wipes his face yeah. on the shirt, and it becomes the. Happy I actually face heard shirt. it someplace, and I really liked it, and I've been really working trying to remember that. It's okay. not original, so let me just put it that it's way. It's not so, an original. No. Mike no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be c- completely honest, okay? <laughs> you know, I like the. But I heard it and I like it. I just, you know, and, and again, I mean, to me, we heard Andy Avalo say it on our coaches' show: line of scrimmage. Now, again, line of scrimmage means pass protection. It means pass rush, too. But for me, when I think of line of scrimmage, I think of the physical nature of being able to run the ball and stop the run. And to me, that sets the tone for everything else. The I just, toner. I, yeah. The toner. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mike Jorgensen along with Jerry Allen. I'm Joey Mack, uh, your University of Oregon Alumni Association keys to the game. You can support the UO and enjoy some great rewards by becoming a member of the UO Alumni Association at uoalumni.com backslash join. Jerry's smiling at me. I, what, what? I'm just anxious to get into picks. Oh. <laughs> okay. I get to go last today, don't I? You get, I get to go last. Get to, yes, you you do, you are picking last. Yes, that is correct. To go last. You know who's picking first? The, the guest coin. picker slash coin. Mm. Scott Phillips, our director, guest picker this, today. Yeah, that's me. And let's not forget the rule that we set that uh. begins this week, okay? The coin or whoever is in first place can defer one game per week. 
Mm-hmm. Are we ever going to have a year where we stick to okay. the same rules throughout what? the course of the season? The rules evolve just like all the other leagues. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> that's right. We have a rules change meeting in the summer, and we decide. But it wasn't stuff. in the summer. Yeah. Well, we were late. But we that's okay. Late. Week two. <laughs> Sometimes you can do it on the fly, right? I mean, we decided. Yeah. It was in majority rules. It was three against one. Yeah. I mean, if you don't freshen what you're doing, the forward pass never would have come to football. Boom. Three against one. You weren't part of that vote. I could vote on that. But you weren't the co- the coin was silent last week. Oh, we yeah. had to make that All decision. Right. Well, it was two against one. Don't take credit for it. Okay. I'll flag myself <laughs> for that. Yeah, give me that flag. <laughs> it's Friday. Yes, We're it back is. after this on the Oregon Sports <laughs> Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's podcast is brought to you by Mac Weldon. I don't know about you, but I feel like shopping has become less fun over the years. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but even basic essentials, you go into the store, they might not have what you need. Sometimes the quality isn't there and it really discourages you from going to the store. But then I found Mac Weldon and I was blown away by how easy it was. I don't know about you, but I'm a fall person. I love fall. And so I looked around and needed some new fall shirts and hoodies and they arrived really quick on my doorstep. And when I tried them on, I just knew I had something high quality on it. And that's the thing about Mac Weldon is that everything they make is high quality. Not only is it easy, but in a world where quality can be scarce sometimes, but not at Mac Weldon. So try it. MacWeldon.com and they've got everything from socks, hoodies, shirts, and that's just the start of it. They have a ton of stuff for you to look at on their website. And with your first order, you can take 20% off with the promo code college. And you also get free shipping if you order anything over $50 or more. So Mac Weldon is better than anything you're wearing right now, guaranteed. And they're so sure that if you don't like it, you can keep it and they'll give you a full refund no questions asked you can find them on facebook instagram and twitter it's macweldon.com promo code college <laughs> we're back on duck insider presented by point community credit union uh you know <laughs> So this is this is pretty much sums it up. Cindy says, "Sometimes I wonder how anything gets accomplished on Fridays with you three." <laughs> That's uh, true. I don't know, but it's what you don't hear during the break. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, I was just about to say. You know, these conversations continue during the break. Uh, um, yeah, UFOs, you know, aliens, guys. Thank God for Zoe turning off our microphones. <laughs> this, I mean, MVP of yes. the show. Yeah, Thank you, no Zoe, doubt. one of our head interns. Uh, yeah, this is um, without her, nothing would get accomplished. <laughs> Can there, we if there's one responsibility on the top of the list, <laughs> it's turn the mics down during the break, right? Yes, yeah. that is like rule number one. For and us. she does not get paid enough to do that. That so. is probably true. <laughs> not that we, no, no, it don't lead you to believe that we say anything negative. It's just ah! that we say things that it, would be embarrassing to yeah. us, okay? It can go anywhere, uh. and that's why it has to be. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. go with that. <clears throat> uh, Mike Jorgensen, Jerry Allen, Joey Mack, thanks for joining us. Uh, it is a Friday edition of Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. And weekly picks are brought to you by the North Fork Public House, voted Eugene's best new restaurant, Eat, Drink, Explore. All right, to recap. Last week was one of the worst weeks in the history of picks for one Mike Jorgensen. <laughs> second to <laughs> almost. Second to the week where he went 0-6 and, and the coin went 6-0. and 0. <laughs> He went 0-6 and, and the coin went 6-0. That oh. can never happen. And again. I know exactly where I was when it happened, you know. I do. You still I just, remember it. I do. Yeah. I think it was week 6, 2016. It was a bye week. I think it was a bye week because I was over in Idaho for a wedding. I can remember. I was over in the Boise area. So you were just following along and for one of our great families from Eugene had a daughter get married over there in the Boise area, and I went to it. And right in the middle of the wedding, you went, "Oh no!" I was driving back, thinking, "Oh my, <laughs> well look what happened." That zero oh, and six and six and zero. Oh. How yeah. that could never? I mean, literally, Here that could not happen again. It, yeah, it was week six of twenty fourteen. Um, yeah, so it's been a while. Um, Jorgie, it was, it was not a good day. It was not. It was a very dark time for one. Mike well, Jorgie said, well, "None of us really had a great." Doesn't day. seem like five no. years ago. It seemed like it was yesterday. Well, so the point is, uh, <laughs> since that bad week, uh, this is probably Jorgie's second worst week because the coin. It was not a guest picker last week, everybody, and the coin had the best week of anyone. In fact, the only games that the coin missed. Cal Poly at Oregon State and Hawaii at Washington, trying to go with Cal Poly in Hawaii. The way that I look at that is the coin's just a big duck fan and was rooting against <laughs> yeah, the likes that's of a good Oregon way to look State at it. Yeah. Washington. Yeah, I mean, I, so 
here's where we are. Uh, with the first, really, this is really the first big week of Pac-12 football, a lot less games to pick with the non-conference action behind us. Uh, the coin slash guest picker is sitting in first place with 24, tied with Jerry Allen with 24 po- correct picks. Uh, the coin had a better week last week, which means that the coin slash guest picker, who today, the guest picker, is our director, Scott Phillips, he is going to have to pick first. So I'm uh, in first place. Then it will be me, two games down with 22 picks, and Georgie. Not you. Two games down with 22 picks uh, that are correct. So there's your update. Uh, I know that's a lot of housekeeping, but I have to make sure that I get all of that on the record because otherwise Jerry and Georgie will change the rules. Let's see. That's true. Okay. All right. There are two ties. There are, yeah, two ties. Uh, the coin slash guest picker. And Georgie, can you just explain the deferment rule again? Because I don't really get it. Okay. Well, and, and <laughs> Jerry, tell me if I step out of line anywhere here. Okay. The deferment rule okay, is. Out of line. <laughs> Is the coin, well, whoever is in first place, and this week it's the coin because the coin got the most right, so is the first picker considered first place. Whoever is the first picker has one game they can defer and allow everybody else to pick first so they can pick last. So now, just to follow up, we each get a deferment though, right? Like, if, whoever's in first. I, only if in you're first. in first. Only if you're in first. I don't think that's what we decided. Yes, yes it, it was. So next week, if you happen to be in first place, you're the only one. You're the that only gets the one. Well, Jerry yeah. doesn't even get to no. because well, the coin is going first, right. considered so first place because he got the most right. This last is week. a dumb rule. No, we, no, we didn't define this last this week. We didn't rule. define if there was a tie, tie? for first. We didn't say he, it's too no, easy. No, but it's not a tie so, for first because the the, the, the tiebreaker for first is we who had the better week last we week. We didn't mention tiebreaker for deferment. Uh-huh. We never went into that. We just said whoever was in first, right? Hey, Cindy, to defer. I remember what Cindy said? Yeah. 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 Cindy, let's, you were right yeah, on. Let's do this. I don't, I don't know how we get through anything <laughs> no. Friday. So okay. what are we doing? Right, are we deferring? Can, can the coin The coin, defer? Is, in the coin first, is in first, a.k.a. Scott. I'm in okay. first. I am in first place. That so is correct. S- okay. And Scotty Doe, on how many games do we have this week? Five? Six. Uh, five. Five games. Five One games. of those five games, he has the choice. He doesn't have to exercise it, but he can defer his pick, make you guys and me all pick first, and he gets to pick last. One Correct. of the five games. Yeah, I'd like to propose an, an amendment to the rule. <laughs> and if it was the coin. Parliamentary procedure. If, if Scott was not picking it, it was the coin, the coin can flip and decide on a particular game. I don't know how the coin decides it wants to flip. That's the big question. Oh, my but gosh. it can flip as to whether it wants to defer or not. Because otherwise, the coin has no way of making you know, a decision itself. I'm sorry, right? but my bladder's not that big. <laughs> Mine neither. What's the first Think game about here, that. Joey? Okay, let's just go okay, to Scott. Okay, let's go. We're let's not going to get done first with First game on the docket uh, tonight. Utah, 6 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. The number 10 Utes at 3-0 and faces USC at 2-1. and USC coming off... Uh, a good start to Pac-12 play, but then not so great of a last week. Yeah. So that's kind of where things are at. Uh, it's a backup quarterback for USC still, though. Slovis looks pretty good. Utah's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Guest picker, Scotty Phillips. Tough one. Um, what say you? Yeah, I don't like the way USC looked last week. So Utah. Utah. Mm. No messing around. Utah. Okay. Utah. Uh, Jerry Allen. Utah's given up only 10 points per game. That's second best in the conference. Uh, they're scoring 31 points a game. USC's defense, question mark. Uh, Slovis is really good. Utah stops the run really well. I think Zach Moss goes for 100 yards for his fourth or fifth game in a row, and Utah wins. All right. Utah for Jerry Allen. Uh, yeah, I like Utah here, too. I, I think Utah is a good team. I, I think that this is a better offense than Utah has had in years past. Um, you know, one of the things that I try and do is follow all the different radio guys around the country, and particularly in the Pac-12. And Bill Riley, who's the voice of the Utes, has been talking a lot about how this is maybe the best offense for explosion plays that Utah has had maybe in a decade, maybe since they joined the Pac-12. I think that's the difference. Utah's always going to be in every game, and I think with the youth and somewhat, uh, shall we say, coaching advantage to Utah, the youth of USC and the coaching advantage to Utah, I like the youths in a close game down in Los Angeles. I'm going Utah. Yeah, I I think what you said right there, I'm going to do the same too, Joey, and I like Utah in a close game. I'm 
I'm a little hesitant to buy off on their offense just yet. Yeah. Now, what they did in game one against BYU, based on what BYU has done since then, if, that, if that's the way you want to judge it, was pretty impressive. Yeah, they, they owned that game in Provo and beat BYU easily and, and scored points and, and just controlled the whole game. I expected more out of them the last two games against Patsies, frankly, offensively. But maybe, again, they're not trying to show a whole lot and shut that offense down. But the defense continues to just smother people. And I think Utah is just good enough. What time does that game kick off? Uh, that game kicks off at 6 o'clock tonight. Okay, so it'll be about a half full stadium to begin with before if it begins that. to pack in because of the traffic and everything else that goes with it, which just kills USC, I think, in that situation. I'm taking Utah now in a close game. The, the cool thing here, uh, the last time that USC was at home against Utah, that was the game, and I had forgotten this until I was reading just now, that was the game where in the second half, USC came out and scored touchdowns of 98, 88, and 98 yards some big explosion plays that got USC back in it. But the home team has won six straight in this series. We'll see what happens. I, I, just, I just think Utah, uh, they didn't mail it in the last two weeks, but I don't think mentally they got up I agree. for those games. I, I agree. And I think USC is just good enough offensively with athletes, in particular at the receiver position, and in our, at a running game that will keep you honest, to keep this game close. But to me, defense like Utah's is what's really going to carry the day. All right, that's tonight's game. We're going to get a quick timeout. Come back, uh, the 9 a.m. kickoff between Cal and Ole Miss. I think this is a huge game for the Pac-12 Conference, a game that, frankly, I think Cal needs to win. We'll continue with our North Fork Public House picks when we come back to a Friday edition of Duck Insider after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does you buddy game on beef it's what's for dinner brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of oregon and the beef checkoff somebody gonna tell you what can be done for all that you've done somebody gonna tell you and for all that you're going to do on point is here with the banking lending and advice to make your dreams possible that means easy access to your money at the branch or on the go because you've got a whole lot of life to live and on point keeps you moving so join in federally insured by ncua equal opportunity lender duck insider duck insider duck insider continues after this timeout on the oregon sports network from learfield img college One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Uh, this was maybe the comment of the year coming from Paul. I'm going to read it verbatim. Oh, for duck's sake, someone pick. <laughs> that Careful. was the feeling by a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I think that accurately yeah. sums up Thanks, Paul. Uh, where we are. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate you. Um, all right, Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific time, ESPNU, number 23 Cal undefeated at 3-0, faces 2-1 and one Ole Miss in a game that might be the first team to 14 who wins. Whoa, we yeah, will find yeah. out. Yeah, uh, you're right. Ole Miss is a three-point favorite. The over-under is 41 and a half. 
our guest picker, Scott Phillips, our director. You got to pick first, Cal Ole Miss. Um, well, after watching uh, the Cal-Washington game, I was like, I really like Cal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody that beats the Huskies, it's like, yeah, I kind of like those guys now. So I know they got to go a long way, but I'm going to go with Cal. I'm going to back the pack here. Okay. So. Back wow. in the pack. Wow. All right, uh, Jerry Allen. All right, well, Cal uh, does have the signature win over Washington. That counts for a lot. Uh, it was a squeaker, but it was a win. But then who Who are the Huskies? Do we really know that yet? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Cal not impressive with wins over UC Davis and North Texas. I mean, they did win, but, I mean, they didn't do, you know, what they probably should have done if they're going to go all the way and play a 9 o'clock game. And Rich Rod is the O coordinator at Ole Miss, and Mike McIntyre is the D coordinator. That's something. Two That's head coaches crazy. that really bring some stuff, and I think Rich Rod's going to get some points out of them this year. As they get further into the year, they get better. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Yeah, me too. No, oh, <laughs> you know. I want so bad for Cal to win this game for the sake of the oh, entire yeah. Pac-12. Yeah, I do too. I really do. Um, I really like Justin Wilcox. Uh, Steve Greatwood's one of my favorites that I've ever worked with in my <laughs> all of my what, five years that I've been doing this with you guys. I'm rooting for Cal. I really am. Uh, I, I just think a 9 a.m. Pacific time kickoff on the road is going to be tough. And I actually was going to say the same thing about Mike McIntyre. I, I think that Mike McIntyre finds a way to shut down Cal. Cal's offense, let's be honest, isn't that good. Yeah, I think Cal finds a way to shut down Cal. Probably. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're probably right. Um, I, I, I think that Cal is It's going to be a close game, uh, but I just think Ole Miss at home, I'm going to give the edge to the team that can probably end up scoring because I just don't think Cal's going to score all that much. Though Ole Miss, I, I, I actually wholeheartedly believe this game could be like 14-10. to 10. Yeah, it could. But I'm taking Ole Miss. It could it could be like the uh, the Memphis game they played to open that's the right. season where Memphis beat them fifteen to ten and that's their only loss so far beat Arkansas beat Southeast Louisiana so it's tough to tell who Mississippi is I think we've got a little bit of a read who, who Cal is in that funky game they played up in Seattle with all the lightning delays and everything else that that's went right. with it that really played into that one I like Scotty Doe's reasoning behind Cal winning on the road knows how to win on the road in a big game and maybe not this type of environment at that time of day, but I just don't think Cal's offense is going to produce enough to support their defense, and their defense is really good. I mean, it's it's not a fluke that they're playing the way that they do, and Evan Weaver is a heck of an inside of linebacker and just is the identity of that defense. But for me, Mississippi's just good enough at home to win this one in a low-scoring game. I'm taking Ole Miss. Oof, chance for the coin to go into first place here, fellas. Or not. That's going to be. <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah. The 1230 Pacific time game on either ABC or ESPN2, depending on where you're at. Number 22, Washington, 2-1 and one overall after that loss to Cal. And BYU, 2-1. and one. This is at BYU. It's in Provo. Washington, just under a touchdown favorite. Scotty? Uh, I'm going to use my deferment on this one. I want to hear what you guys have to say first. Ooh, so, how about it? This. It's a great rule. So, I it love is. that rule. It is. It's a yeah, great one. Stupid rule. <laughs> Jerry? <laughs> uh, BYU is at home. That is a big deal. Um, and they're getting better each week, a little bit better. I like Zach Wilson, quarterback for BYU. Was it Utah? What a change. That's just mind-boggling to think that the, and his family still has not adjusted to that. I like him, but he turns the ball over too much. Uh Jake Eason's a better quarterback. Almost 69% throwing the ball. Uh, they got a little running game going. Washington is 46% efficient on third downs. Their, their, their offense is beginning to click. I, I just think that even though it's a BYU, Washington plays well enough to win this game. I'm going to pick the Huskies. Oh, that. Wow. You've done your work. Oh, he he research he has notes today. Oh, yeah. Everybody. I'm, I'm, he has notes today. Wow. Um, you know, I, when I was looking at this game yesterday morning, I was ready to pick BYU. I was like, I'm going to go for BYU. This is going to be my upset of the week. Got to make a move cuz I'm currently down by 2 to the freaking coin. Um, but I I've kind of talked myself out of it this morning actually. I, I just don't think BYU is going to score. I, I, their offense 
Jerry said it, turnover happy. The other thing with, with Washington is they haven't forced a ton of turnovers this year, which is what Washington under Chris Peterson has done well on defense. I think that they do force a few turnovers against BYU in this game. I think Washington's got just enough offense to win. I think it's going to be closer than a touchdown. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Washington's going to squeak one out and get a win. Hmm. So I'm taking the guys in purple. Wow. I was on the same page that you were in relation to BYU. I just it's like BYU's defense is pretty good. I don't know how good Washington's offense is. They didn't show very well against Cal. They showed great against Hawaii, but who hasn't? Right. Uh, Hawaii scored points on them. BYU's got just enough athleticism. They're at home now. They believe they can win and beat some of the better Pac-12 teams with that victory last week against USC, who I think is better this year, but. As opposed to last year, I don't, I don't know if that's that if that really is saying a whole heck of a lot. I, man, I am torn on this one. I really am. I think this is a tougher pick than the Mississippi Cal game is. You want to defer to? So next I'd week. like to defer. Can I defer <laughs> no, back to you? No, you got to make a pick. Does last place not get a deferment too? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Come on. You get, does the last place I'm gonna get call a for, I'm going to call for a rule change when we get done with these picks, real quick. So I'm taking BYU. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's a BYU pick for Georgie. The only difference then between Jerry and uh, myself. BYU. Okay. So then you guys both took Washington. You're taking BYU. Coin, guest picker, Scott Phillips. Yeah, and because I have a um, hate-hate relationship with the Huskies, <laughs> I'm going to go with BYU. All right. Ooh, BYU, the pick for Scott Phillips. You know, I, this is going to be an interesting <laughs> game. Um you could be in the lead all by yourself. Yeah. BYU. No. Ha- BYU is three and one at home against Washington all time. Hmm. I think this is a better Washington team. So we'll see what happens. What time is, is that? A day game or night? Twelve thirty. ABC or ESPN two. Washington. Seven, BYU. If that's a night game. BYU wins it. Yeah. It's a day game. Okay. I'll. I'll is, buy the air, that. is the air thinner at night or what's the? <laughs> what's the deal? What's that got to do with winning or losing? It's light or dark. It's darker at night. It's harder but to win. But they turn the lights on, though. I know, but harder it's still to win at night. Yes, it is much harder to win at night for a visiting team in a cold environment. The next oh, okay. game on the schedule, 4 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Oregon visits Stanford. We're calling that game. We won't pick it. You heard our preview a little bit earlier. We'll preview that game a little bit more coming up in just a little while. 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific time on the Pac-12 Network, live from Sun Devil Stadium. Colorado at 2-1, and one, the first Pac-12 game for both of these teams. Faces number 24, Arizona State, after Arizona State squeaked one out against Michigan State. Came out on Monday that there was actually an officiating error in that game, and that after the 12th man was on the field and Michigan State hit the field goal, there actually should have been another field goal attempted because of a leverage penalty that was not called at the line of scrimmage. Should have been three field goals for a chance to win it for Michigan State with all the penalties. Ended up not happening. Arizona State squeaked out with a victory, and ASU is about a touchdown favorite against Colorado. Scott Phillips. Um, yeah, I like the way ASU looks this year. And uh, I don't like the way Colorado looks this year. At least not what I've seen. I haven't watched a whole bunch. But what I've seen, Sun Devils. Sun and it's, Devils. At, it's at? Sun Devils. It is at it's at ASU. ASU. It's at ASU. ASU. Yeah. So. so, yeah. Um, Jerry. It's a good pick. Jerry Allen. Uh, Colorado scoring 33 points a game, but they're giving up 30. All right. Uh, Arizona State, only 20 points a game, but they're only giving up seven a game. Defense wins games. Uh, and it's at ASU. ASU's a staggering. What did I look at? 15 of 19 on fourth down conversions. Wow. That's Arizona State. Really? They've gone for it that many times that's already what, in that's three what games? It said. That's, that's crazy. It, yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with Arizona State. Jerry's taking Arizona State. ASU has been maybe the best example of road versus home struggles in Pac-12 play. Arizona State is 27-12 and 12 in Pac-12 regular season home games. The Sun Devils are 5-16 and 16 in Pac-12 road games. They're at home. I'm going to play the odds. Going to take Arizona State to beat Colorado. And frankly, if Arizona State wins this game, uh, they're probably, along with Utah, the predominant favorite in the South. Mm-hmm. And it sets up what could be a massive Friday night game between Arizona State and Cal. Both those teams win this weekend. That's probably a top 20 matchup on Friday night football wow. next week, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, um, I'm taking Arizona State. 
Yeah, I am too. I'm taking the Sun Devils at home. I think for the for the fact that they're at home, number one is a big deal. Uh, coming off a, a hard-fought victory like they did in East Lansing last week with Michigan State, who continues to struggle on offense. I, I don't understand how they can be so bad on offense other than the fact that you've got to give some credit to Arizona State defensively, like I would say with Oregon's defense against Michigan State in the Red Box Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good defense, enough on offense. Uh, I just think Arizona State is better at home. But tell you what, one thing that Colorado can do is score points. And with Nixon and Chenault at the wide receiver position and sometimes a quarterback that can be on fire. So streaky, Montez. Yeah, Montez, if he gets on one of those streaks, watch out Arizona State. But I think ASU is really tough at home. And they believe now. I think they believe. They want a close one. Squeak it out. Wins a win. Oh, we got one more game to pick. We're going to get a quick timeout. Come back, finish up our North Fork Public House picks. Hear a little bit more on Oregon and Stanford from the guys who will be calling the game up in the booth, Jerry and Georgie. That's all still to come. Stick with us. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Today's show is brought to you by Bymart, employee-owned, real value every day. We are continuing with Jerry and Georgie. I'm Joey for our weekly picks, brought to you by the Northport Public House, voted Eugene's best new restaurant, Eat, Drink, Explore. I think that this was a mistake on the host's part, i.e. myself, that we didn't uh, save something like Washington, BYU, or Cowell Miss to be our last pick, and instead we're picking the 7.30 Pacific Time game on ESPN Live from Martin Stadium, where the 0-3 UCLA Bruins face number 19 Washington State. By the way, did you see what Gardner Minshew did last night? Yes. I know it wasn't a great day for Marcus Mariota, but he doesn't have an offensive line, so what do you expect? But Gardner Minshew, it's kind of a cool story. That's a lot of Mike Leach coached quarterbacks that are making big moves, both playing quarterback and coaching the quarterback position in the NFL. He actually looked pretty good. When I watched him play at Washington State, I, I thought he was kind of gimmicky. I didn't think he was an NFL star quarterback. He is. Uh, he's, he's, he's got an arm. Right. Yeah, he's. he's I did winning. get a kick out of one of the one of the tweets I saw. I didn't I guess he was? I didn't watch the post game. I guess when he was going to be guests of whatever the post game guys were and that type network, of deal. Yeah. yeah, they asked him how much he bench presses. Hmm. <laughs> I thought that's pretty funny. <laughs> Asking the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. right? Hey, by the way, how much do you even bench press? The it was host. kind of one of those ones like you don't even look like a football player. <laughs> the host no. uh, was also wearing the Gardner Minshew mustache, you know? which was you know yeah. that's always fans fun. are. I mean, they're they're riding the wave. <laughs> yeah, why not? All right, UCLA, Washington State. Uh, Scott Phillips, you gonna take UCLA? Uh, <laughs> I love Chip, but 
it's just not happening down there. So I think this is or a, up there, up there, up there, down there. Well, yeah, well down, it's not happening. It's, down I know there, it's not even down when there. Up there, yeah. <sighs> it's at Washington State. Oh, okay. Headache already with You're you guys. Oh, okay, Washington State. All right, I'm yeah. a, all right, I, I'm gonna. I don't think UCLA can continue to play as poorly as they have. They're going to win a game. They're going to surprise somebody and shock somebody. And Washington State's good, but they're not great. So, I mean, oh, wait a minute. Anthony Gordon, three straight 400-yard <laughs> passing games for Washington State. I missed that. Are you kidding me? There's no way UCLA wins this game. Washington he, State. He thought he had us fooled. Yeah, he, no, was, I didn't he was going down that road. <laughs> Washington State is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 58. I think Washington State, State scores all 58 all of those points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, UCLA is just in all kinds of hurt. It's going to take Chip some time. I think that we, we're seeing that, that it's going to take some time. Dorian Thompson-Robinson just isn't the answer at quarterback. Washington State's got too much firepower. I think it's going to be 14 nothing before we're even five minutes into the game, honestly. I think Washington State's going to cruise. I got the Cougs. But did you think UCLA – I'm taking the Cougs, too. But did you, did you think <laughs> – Just get that out of there. Right <laughs> yeah, let's not fool around. Well, did you really think UCLA would regress like they have this year? I don't know. I, I mean, I, really I just – No. no. I, I no. can't say you I didn't thought – You think so? No. I, I can't say I thought from year one to year two, UCLA and, and Chip Kelly's Bruins were going to take a huge leap forward. But they've regressed. I mean, they have gotten bad, and they are not good on defense. No. And they've got a few athletes here and there. But it looks like they've got less quality players than they had last year. And, again, maybe that changes over time with the way that he puts systems in and gets things to work. But it ain't working now. And I, it ain't going to work this weekend either. I, I just look at Southern California and that all of the talent and the athletes they have in the game of football in Southern California. Mm -hmm. If USC was rolling and red hot, you know that's where most everybody would be going. But they're not. UCLA should be getting their share of great football players. I think they have talent on that team, Jorky. I I just don't – I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's – I'm not sure what it is, but something is missing at UCLA. Winning, obviously, but – They've got to. They've got to find it. Maybe this starts with a really good quarterback, and they they don't have one. I don't know. We'll find out. Those are your Pac-12 picks. So to recap, Jerry and I are identical, going Utah, ASU, WSU, Ole Miss, and UW. Uh, then we've got our guest picker Scott Phillips taking Cal and BYU, and then the only difference for Georgie is he's going BYU. So I cannot make up any ground on Jerry. Jerry's currently tied for the lead, two up on me and Georgie, along with the coin tied with the coin. Scott Phillips, you could uh, give the coin a commanding two-game lead, or I could pull even with the coin. We'll find out. Not going to happen. We will find out. Cal BYU, the picks for Scotty Phillips on the actual upsets, according at least to the odds makers. All right, then we do, of course, have Oregon and Stanford coming up. Guys, I've been saying it all week that I I, I don't think that this is the same Stanford team uh, that we have seen in years past, partially due to injuries. Uh, It looks like they'll be without maybe another offensive lineman. We'll find out. Coach Shaw said that one of them at least is doubtful. But it looks like they will have their inside linebacker and their starting right guard, I believe. Both of them are probable for the game, whatever that means. They're injured, um, and I just don't know that they have quite as many playmakers as years past. So we'll see what the Stanford team looks like. Yeah, they're still Stanford. Still Stanford. It's still Stanford. They still have a great coach. They've got athletes, too. I mean, the, the difference in separation in, in the athleticism and the, the football IQ of a Stanford or UCLA, Oregon, or Washington State is not that great. Uh, and and they're really smart. They're capable of putting it together. So, you know, don't overlook Stanford. This is, this is not going to be Oregon favored by a bunch, and they shouldn't be. They're going to have to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't think it's a Stanford team that's nearly as loaded at a lot of the positions as we've seen in the past. I mean, a stacked offensive line, a Bryce, a Bryce Love. Love, there you go. Uh, you know, a, a J.J. Arcega Whiteside with a Colby Parkinson and a Fleener. And some, you get a whole bunch of people in there, and all of a sudden there's not a weakness whatsoever. Not quite that type of Stanford team this year, but I think they've got, skill guys in the right positions to give Oregon troubles, and that is Michael Wilson at the wide receiver position, mm-hmm. Parkinson at the tight end position, and then K.J. Costello at the quarterback position. And we heard uh, Andy Avalos talk about it, the, the timing that those guys work with and how they throw balls. They aren't necessarily the prettiest balls. Uh, they aren't on timing of a guy running an out. It's oftentimes I got confidence that guy's going to go up and get it, backside shoulder, up at its peak because we're bigger than you are, whatever else it might be. 
For me, this game, even though I think Oregon offensively needs to be balanced, I think it's the Oregon defense that's going to be the key, that if you can control those guys I just mentioned, control, not shut down, but control, I think Oregon has a chance to really take control of this game. But I'm, I'm going to put it in Oregon's defense's hands for this game. I think so, too. Oregon-Sanford coming up 4 o'clock on ESPN. More preview of that coming up. And we have something kind of special for you when we come back after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When that moment hits you, that moment you realize that this isn't just a house, it's the house, your perfect home. Wow. When that moment comes, you'll be ready to make an offer because On Point makes getting pre-approved for a mortgage the easiest part of buying your home. This is it. Get started at onpointcu.com or drop by any of our neighborhood branches to speak with a local home loan expert. Let's do it. Let's make an offer. Home financing from On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. The game clock is winding down, and so is that plate of piping hot steak nachos. Your eyes are on the last play, but they're also on that last chip, piled high with succulent steak, lending its deep flavor to all the fixins. Just as you reach in, so does your buddy. Game on. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Brought to you by the ranchers and farmers of Oregon and the Beef Checkoff. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career that I could be proud of. At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned. I'm Cece. My victory was finishing my education. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. segment of Duck Insider on a Friday, getting ready for the 4 o'clock kickoff. Oregon and Stanford tomorrow. It's on ESPN. 2 o'clock pregame show across the Oregon Sports Network. And a chance, if you head to Jackson's this weekend, to get some pregame or postgame supplies. Now through November 27th, if you use your Jackson's Let's Go Reward card, buy a couple Pepsi products, you're going to be entered for a chance to win four season tickets between the 40s, thanks to our friends at Jackson's. A little bit more Oregon and Stanford preview, but also something special is happening tomorrow. Hit it, Scotty. To go around Terry. Obi's going to score. Obi scores the touchdown. O'Neill's going to go back to throw the ball. Comes a blitz, thrown over Todd. Feel you on the inside. Gets out of the 10. He's going to score. He scores. He scores the touchdown. The Ducks are going to the Rose Bowl. Right there. Bubble ball loose. Obi is going to recover the end zone. The touchdown. 15, 20. Gets hold. 25, 30. And slow down as Dillapie breaks outside. He's going to score. Holy cow. Pat Johnson going to score. There it is. They're going deep. They want to go to Patrick. He's there. Touchdown, Oregon. He made the catch. Patrick Jackson, unbelievable. Snap back. Good. Placement good. Kick is it. up. It's good. He hit it. Oregon's won the game. Placement good. Kick is on the way. Blocked. It's blocked. Oregon's going to win the game. Oregon's won the game. It was blocked. Back to throw. Pump fake. There's that Statue of Liberty again. No, he kept it. He kept it off the Statue of Liberty and walked it in. For the snap. Got it. Give it to LaMichael. Looks for something. Got it. He's going to score. Busted. And he's gone. LaMichael James. Bailey not going to catch that man. Are you kidding me? He is going to go all the way. Intercepted. Intercepted. The Ducks have the ball. 10 to the 35. The 40. Kenny Wayne going to score. 
Tomorrow against Stanford, when the Ducks play the Cardinal, it'll be the 400th football game you that Jerry Allen me. is calling. How? Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> nice job. Job well done, buddy. The we best did it calls. together. Oh, man. We did it together. 400. 400. Wow. It'll be the 400th Oregon football game that Jerry calls as the voice of the Ducks. Here's to 400 more. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was that though. Nice job, guys. That was, to put uh, that together. That was Scott. all Scott Phillips. Yeah, that he went was amazing. Through the archives, found all the old footage. We dug up some of the old calls. There's so many, I mean, and that's just a taste, right? Exactly. Put them all together. I mean, there's so many great moments. Oh. And I just found a few of them, but man, wow, memories. Yeah. Found some good oh, ones. Oh yeah, great stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, fun ones, and so we wanted to Woo. surprise you. And we we didn't know if you if you knew that it was going to be number four hundred coming up no, on Saturday. No, I did. I t- no. We figured oh, that you probably weren't one to be counting, and I, so I have to write down on a piece of paper when I started and how many years I've done it. <laughs> well, so we we did that. Um, Scott and I sat, uh, you know, over well. We, we, it was probably about four beverages that we we went yeah. through, and as yeah. a result, we had to count about five times um, to make sure that it was right. Because I'm I'm not kidding, Jerry. I'm literally sitting there on my phone, like, all right, nine plus ten plus nine plus fourteen plus fourteen. You are kidding me. And then uh, we and then we realized that it was going to be four hundred this year because uh, you've only. This is the other thing, guys, uh, and I confirmed this with Jerry, and I'm actually surprised you didn't know what we were doing when I asked you this question. He's only missed one game. Jerry's missed one football game in 33 years. If that's not Cal Ripken Iron Man status, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what is. I mean, luck. that's incredible. That's luck. That's what that is. No, it's not. It's There's toughness. a reason. There's a toughness factor. But anyway, we, Thank you guys. That we was added special. it up, and yeah, it's going to be really special. number 400 in the booth for the Voice of the Ducks, Jerry Allen. That's awesome. Wow. And again, uh, that's why Scott Phillips was our guest picker today. Wanted to have him as a part of the show since he went through and oh, that was, put it all together. That was this is awesome. Yeah, there'll be some little, there'll be some little uh, Twitter tidbits coming up over the next 24 <laughs> to 48 hours. There will be. So just uh, keep your eye uh, yes. on I'm, I'm oh, asking for followers, okay? If you want to follow me, just <laughs> for the next day or two, you can unfollow, but I I just want to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, so. it, it's going to be fun. And by the way, just to, to look back a little bit, Jerry said that you guys did it together. We actually found uh, maybe the best old picture um, ever oh, yeah. that uh, we have of Jerry and Georgie. We think this was 1989. Um, Jerry's got the aviators. Georgie still has the same haircut, looks the same. Um, and and the, the the turtleneck guys with the old Oregon Sports Network with the oh, yeah. uh, with the duck bouncing through the bring those oh, turtlenecks I mean, back. the turtleneck needs to make a return. <laughs> I think that we need to do a throwback game where you guys in the broadcast yes. booth are are going with the throwback. That must stuff. have been like a November game. Look at we got turtleneck on and the whole thing over the top. Oh, yeah. That's not September. That no. might awesome. late October November. That's a great awesome. picture. <laughs> great picture. Uh, Dark hey, hair. So four hundred for. <laughs> Hair coming up tomorrow. Hair. <laughs> I had hair. Hey, congrats. Yeah. Thanks for everything, yeah, my friend. Yeah, it'll be fun. Thanks really for everything. Special. All really right, special. 4 o'clock tomorrow, kickoff. It's a 4.05 official kickoff. That means Terry John's going to have to hustle on the pregame show. That starts at 2. We are hitting the airport. We'll see you tomorrow. I am a Senior Corps RSVP volunteer. I build homes and young minds. I build parks and playgrounds. And support our nation's veterans. I build gardens and help families with their finances. I build healthy futures. And organize disaster relief. I'm a builder, and I lead by experience. How about you? Join Senior Corps RSVP. Lead by experience at SeniorCorps.gov. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. 
I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section and after Dad's back injury. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Trouble with opioids can start at home with unused medicines, such as pills, patches, and syrups. You can remove the risk and protect your family. Find out how at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at a dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. Too many Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Duck Insider is presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.